Everybody, um, this is Lindsay, and this is episode uh, four. And it's been a really long time. Uh, this podcast has been on hiatus uh, for a while now. And um, anyway, <laughs> um, that's kind of going to go into our theme for this podcast. Um, which is autonomy and um, being single and and not just not actually not just being single but the the existential crisis I no that's not what I mean um, embracing being empowered by being alone and um, being alone, you can be alone in a lot of contexts. So, um, for, for my intents and purposes, I'm going to be talking about like coming to terms with being single and what this means and how I've come out of my Saturn return with this understanding of myself and, and getting to really know and love myself and, and with a focus of self care, um, which has been really hard for me to do. Um, so, so that's what this podcast is going to be. All right. I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. I, uh, Megan is no longer with us. That sounds really morbid. <laughs> I don't mean that since she's no longer alive. I mean that I know of, but it's just me, which is part of this podcast too. Like coming to terms with that and like what happens in life when you part different ways with people and how do you make peace? How do you make peace? Forgive, move on, all that shit, you know? So taking something and, and reworking it. But, uh, this really was kind of my project and I had done a podcast before, um, uh, with someone named Jay years and years ago, um, called cheese Radical Feminist Waterbong Revolt was the name of that. And um, and that was, uh, it's no longer uh, online, but um, that was in my younger days. And um, we had some, some podcasts with that. But my computer crashed and they're gone. Anyway. I do, however, have an excerpt of that that I'm going to play right now. Radical. 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 I just want to highlight right there that the last line was um, Jay saying, is all penetrative sex non-feminist? And that was kind of our lingering point. Um, and now back to our topic of autonomy. As a framework, I am sitting, 
in my living room. I just got uh, a kitchen set, a table, mm. which may not sound like a big deal to you, but it's a really big deal to me because I've had furniture for the longest time. I went off, I left Portland and I was like deuces three years ago and I went to Hawaii for six months and when I came back I had like no furniture. I, I didn't have a bed for like two years and I just got a kitchen table and it's been like three years. So um, anyway, this kitchen table is really rad. Um, it's silver, it's got like red chairs around it and it looks really awesome in my kitchen and I'm so awesome. I'm recording the podcast on this table with like a mirror reflection. I just did this rad art piece. I have tequila, silver tequila and lemonade on my on to my right and I have some ganja right in front of me and so I just wanted to kind of give you a a a view of what I am and uh, where I am and um, just like a visual sort of, even though it's radio. So the reason I'm doing this podcast alone is because I've, I've had a lot of life changes and I, I don't know if you all know about your Saturn return, but it is, um, it's kind of a time in your life that, you come to realize a lot of things about yourself and and I mine involved getting a lot of rid of a lot of toxic people in my life that's what mine involved and um and it was really intense you know like um this is what I'm doing on a Friday night by the way I'm not going out and dancing I'm sitting here with tequila and talking about um, my self-care rituals and my Saturn return. But I feel like it's really important. And fuck, fuck it. When you turn 30, you're like, fuck it. I, I'm not going to miss anything. I've been around long enough. So that's how I feel. Anyway, so I, I did. I got rid of a lot of people in my life. Um, and some of them I really wasn't expecting to get rid of. You know, like I have... Two very close friends from me um, from high school, um, which maybe a lot of people don't keep in touch with their high school friends, but I'm 30, and um, I've known these people for 15 years, and very much they were like sisters. I never had sisters. They were very much like sisters for me, and um, they, you know, we just all had... I really, really just went crazy, to be quite honest. I just kind of lost my shit, kind of like I do with my family. And um, I'm just going to be real open here. Just, yeah, like I just, it was like I turned 15 again and totally regressed to all of my all of my behaviors and what forth, whatnot. And the first one, the, the fight was, um, well, let's just say I lost my temper. <laughs> Um, I don't need to get into what the, the fight was about, but I lost my temper, and I, I was, like, needing space, and I expressed that, and my friends started laughing at me. And I mean, I get it. I know everybody laughs when, I mean, people can laugh when they're stressed out, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but this was, like, this pissed me off. I mean, I'm a Taurus, and I already have a bad temper, and this, like, really made me mad. And she, yeah, she basically um, 
pissed me off and I, I just got, she had left a, a sweater, a, a shirt or something and I, I like threw it at her and I was like, fine, you want your fucking shirt? Here you go. And I just like, it was like this impulsive decision of I never want to talk to you again, which sounds so harsh and I do not feel that stable talking about this, but we all go through shit for reasons and it, it really was like, I, like I am with my mom, like I just regressed back to the state and, um, and I didn't understand, like, I knew, I knew it was over, like, I just, I can't really explain to you how I knew, I mean, most of it was like, I took ownership from my actions and knew that that was over, but we'd also parted ways for other but reasons. I really try to not judge people. I mean, I'm so humble. It's amazing how humble I am. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean... No, I, it's not that I'm humble. It's just that I don't think I'm, I'm not holier than thou about it. And I don't believe in judging people. And I just felt really judged by her. So life differences. And then the other friend I had came to visit and we got, we were going to live together. She was living in Mexico and we were going to live together. And we've been very close friends. I mean, this, this, we've had a history and we're very much like sisters, very love, hate, we, very much like that. But this last visit, I mean, it, it, it was over. It was, I mean, I, I, it was the fight itself had to do with the fact that we were going to live together. She was going to move here. Life changes. We thought this was the end of our Saturn return. It didn't work out. She, you know, she, we, I just realized I couldn't live with her. I live alone and I, this is really safe to say on the internet. <laughs> My address, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I did learn that three murders happened in my neighborhood 20 years ago, so that makes me feel really safe. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it ended up that, you know, it was a falling out, and her mom worked for the airlines, and she could just get, um, go home, and I, Basically, we had a falling out and I kicked her out of my house, which is which is terrible. And I did feel intense shame and guilt about it. But, I mean, that's irre irreparable. And um, and and I just realized that these people are no longer in my life. And there's been other people. I, like, had a friend leave me for the Mormon church and... Um, and, and, and my counselor, I, I stopped going to, you all are probably like, you need to go back to that counselor. <laughs> or maybe you'll listen to this podcast and you were like, that podcast did absolutely no good. I, you know, I, it probably is true that that counselor didn't know. No, she did. I shouldn't talk shit about her, but it should, I mean, I did kind of get her contact information on a date from a woman that was drunk when I met her for brunch in the morning and got out of bed with another girl. I should have, like, I don't know why I thought that was, like, the counselor to get. A lot of changes, a lot of changes in my life. And, um, I just, so I've been thinking a lot about being single, being alone, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I was supposed to go on a road trip, uh, the past week. Um, I was going to go from Portland to San Francisco, and I was going to go with my friend, who shall remain nameless, and, um, and uh, I asked off the time from work and everything, and she stopped talking to me, and I'm not saying this because whoa, whoa, whoa was me, I I'm saying this because, um,
It didn't happen that way. Much like sometimes you plan things with people, you plan vacations, and then things, shit happens, life happens, and it doesn't end up the way you thought it was, the way you imagined. So this birthday was one of those things, and I already have a really weird um, thing with birthdays and holidays. They always feel fucking weird to me. Like, thanks, Mom. Thanks for giving me life. I don't know. My grandmother died on my birthday when I was 23. And ever since then, it's just been weird. And holidays are just weird. And I love celebrating. But I don't know. There's something about the day itself that's just really bizarre and loaded to me. So I was, like, trying to reclaim this time. It's kind of like that queer podcast that Megan and I were talking about. How, like, um, queer, cult, like, uh, pride you want it to be this thing and you have this expectation of this thing but it never is quite that so it's kind of like that but I was just rolling with it and so what happened was I I took off a week of work and I just really spent honestly I spent a lot of time just with myself and I focused on self-care and and acceptance and um and I may or may not have and been uh singing that theme to Donnie Darko that's like, <sighs> I went to school and I was very nervous. No one knew me. No one knew me. Um, something like, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And I find it kind of funny. Anyway, I digress. Um, Yes, so that visual of me in a corner rocking to that, that was pretty much, no, I actually had a really good time. And and pretty much just self-love and, and kind of acting as my own partner, like this idea of, we have this idea in society that we're like complete when we find this other person, but we never really are, like we, we're constantly, I mean, we're the only... Janice Chaplin said, don't compromise yourself, you're all you got. She also overdosed and died. But she was smart to say that in the sense that I think that's really true. And I'm struck with that a lot. And I think it's something that really resonates and is really important to remember. So I did a lot of that in this. And um, I made some ganja butter. And it was very, very, very potent. It was... Um, really really good and almost black when I finished it I thought I had burnt it I let it cook for like fucking two hours if anyone ever if any of you wants any tips about making brownies I can totally help you out I'm like amazing uh. but anyway I made a big fat uh thing of brownies um and I used uh banana instead of egg and um and it was amazing. It was like a week of of me just being in the happiest space possible. And you all are like, yeah, we think you have a substance problem. But no, like it was very intentional. I don't really do other drugs like hallucinogens or anything like that. And it was it was just a way for me to be very it was very medicinal, shall we say? And um really made me think about about things and um, I, I just hung out a lot in nature and Portland is not normally like this but the weather was awesome and um, I was just outside all the time and um, did a little 
of that. So, um, some things happened while I was on the brownies that are, that are kind of funny. Like I, I wasn't really functioning that much in public. Like I couldn't really function. And so I was doing things like stopping in the middle of the street. And then I would like look to the left and look to the right and be like, guys, I think, I think that we need to like, wait, can we cross at this next block? And then we were like in a safe way, which you all don't know me, but I, I don't know why, but grocery stores give me full out panic attacks. It's like the fluorescent lighting and all the people and all that shit. And it's like, I can do health food stores. I can do like new seasons or the co-ops or the markets. And I love those spaces, but Safeway, like total anxiety attack grocery outlet, total anxiety attack. So we're in Safeway and I'm like, oh, oh God. And I'm like, how long are we going to be here? And they're like five minutes. And it was like 50 minutes later. At one point, like this is how in another space I was, I like grabbed all of my, I mean, it's my birthday, right? And I'm just like, this is, this is just bunk. And I just grab all my, all my items singularly from the, from the, the cart and like try to <laughs> go to the, to the express lane to catch out to, to cash out and get out of there and all of them were falling all over the place it's quite a scene and anyway this was like I, I was just acting like Parker Posey neurotic uh, well I always act like this but it was just amplified I would say over this time yeah so anyway part of this adventure was that I left my house and I went to Long Beach Washington And I went to the ocean, and this is important because the ocean is a really healing thing for me. Sometimes I think that the answer to everything is in the ocean, and I'm really fascinated by surfing. Um, I went to like a surfing camp last year, not last year, it was this year, it just feels like a long time ago. And I really, when I was in Hawaii, I really started watching the waves, and I'm really, really fascinated by the idea of these patterns and that guy that rode the 100 foot wave or whatever recently. Um, I find these things really fascinating to take these situations. And so I, I was, you know, looking at the ocean and it was really, really beautiful. And I had these moments, you know, I mean, I know I'd eaten brownies, but they had little cruiser bikes and I was like biking around and I could see the ocean and I was like, talking to the little, they had like figurines of Lois and Clark and I was like reenacting scenes. I mean, I was being a kid essentially, you know, and just playing around and the sand and my feet felt so good, you know, and I was just, I did maybe a sun salutation when it came out and it was, and it was interesting because it was like 20 degrees colder than it was here and it was like in the 80s here and here I am. I love the warm weather and I like went to a colder place, but it was so meditative and so peaceful. And I saw two lighthouses and one of them was named Cape Disappointment. And I was thinking to myself, well, that's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. I, I took an auto, a selfie pic of this lighthouse behind me where I'm waving because it's fucking hilarious. It's like, here I am. I'm a lighthouse. Come into harbor. You're safe now. Cape disappointment. What a disappointment. What is, I see you. So I have this thing now and it's like, 
I see you. I'm waving to you from Cape Disappointment. And that's like when something in life is fucked up. I'm picking up what you're putting down is basically what's saying that. But it's like got an ironic twist to it. Um, anyway, so that happened. I stepped, I almost stepped on a snake, but it was really cool to see a snake. I just spent a lot of time, um, oming. By the way, my voicemail message is ohm is where the heart is. And my dad was really freaked out by it, but I just can't stand normal messages. Anyway, um, while I was at the beach, the most beautiful thing I saw The most beautiful thing I saw was this place, and I can't describe it to you. It was like, it was called Scrappuccino, and it was scrapbooking tanning and frap, like, coffee. And I was like, oh, my God, amazing. I mean, I just thought it was so ridiculous. I, I, it really was ridiculous, but it was, it was awesome, awesome. Um, so... I want to um, kind of go into, well, I talked about change and identifying toxic people in your lives, um, but where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? And and I, I guess a lot of it is about healing after something like that. You want you want to heal. You want to move on and, and love yourself and go on and forgive and all that. And... After I got back from this trip, I just felt pretty strong, you know, I, I, like pretty, like I did after I went to Costa Rica. I like to travel. I like to travel by myself a lot. I highly recommend it to anyone listening because it, it makes you realize that you can survive a lot. It makes you feel so much stronger. It's fun. It breaks your routine. It's so good for you. And um, I really, really think that traveling gives perspective. Um, so I think that um, basically with all this information, um, we're getting to a point where it's how, where do you move on from here? You accept it. So there's this, like, I don't know if everybody feels this, but there's this battle with like letting go. And it's not just, I mean, it's in a lot of contexts. Like it can be like with a lover too. Like, because when I was at the ocean, I was supposed to go with this, person that I was seeing um a while ago we were supposed to go to the coast like when we first met and and I it was like when I was there I was like okay life I get it I get it like I'm supposed to be here by myself and this person doesn't need to be with me and I, I'm just thinking to myself um you know, as much as we fight that, that's sometimes exactly what we need. You can't always get what you want, but sometimes you will find exactly what you need. So, in recording this... For you. And um, I really, really think that... This is kind of, you know, um, a summary. Just to sum up, it, it's kind of been all over the place like usual. But I really think that what it comes down to is, this is just my personal search, but I hope that other people can relate to it. Um, just this idea of, it, it can be difficult um, navigating the world alone. And even if, I guess, even if you're with someone, 
it, we all are experiencing our own experience. And there's just some things that I've come to realize and some things that have really helped me be a stronger individual. And that is that this idea of love is not just, it's not just these, the, what we want life to happen. It, it's not like that. So like all the arguments, all the things that didn't end out the way that we thought that they should be. Love is beyond this idea of one person falling for another. It's this energetic force that surrounds us all. And, um, I think that it's really important in letting go, which is which is a huge theme, letting go of attachments, letting go of the clinginess. In particular, I speak of the second sh- chakra because that that's the that's really like our sexual creative drive, the I feel part of us that is really um affected by by loss a lot of the times, especially from lovers. Um and and any kind of intimacy really so um i read this thing by robert brault that said life becomes easier when you learn to accept, to accept an apology you never got and i really think that's true and i want to leave on the note of of this idea of of creativity and and, and that being a force like like uh the the erotica of the self. Um, Ira Garay said the caress is a way to remain two, not become one. I'm sure I've quoted that before, but just I really like this idea of exploring this, um, you know, through through sexuality and with within and and opening up these chakras, and that um, that that's important. This creativity force. Um, so I think I just want to say, um, some words of advice I got from this yoga workshop by Renee Stills, who, who's a wonderful yoga instructor in Portland is that she says, when you're, when you notice that you're rushing to conclusions or getting caught up in judgment, criticism, and doubt, try at least to consider that you also hold the potential for everything, which which you do and and it's it's easy to forget that but but there's just this whole universe out there and we're all connected in some way and that's pretty cool um so i'm going to um f- just mention a few things um in the portland area and in the twitter twitter sphere twitter sphere um and, and then i'm going to close with a song i wrote um, just, just to explore my creative drive and also because it's kind of hilarious. Um, after, this was an old song about, um, uh, it's another story in and of itself, but it kind of speaks for itself and it's all about like having a crush on someone and, um, having this muse and, um, Making art of that is a really good way, I think, to get in touch with yourself and remain autonomous. And so it's just a piece of what I've done. But I just wanted to note some events. Gay Skate is really, I went for the first time. Um, it's at Oaks Park in Portland. Um, 
uh, sponsored by PQ, really, really awesome. I went to Blow Pony last night, really wonderful drag queens performances there. Um, this is the end of May, so um, gives you an idea. And um, just really cool. Um, yeah, those two events were really, really fun. Pride's coming up. Um, that's true. And um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything of of other importance. Um, uh, I, I still want to acknowledge... Uh, um, well, you can follow uh, this at... Uh, on on Twitter, uh, it is do 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 uh, at queer podcast PDX. Uh, e the easiest way to get in touch with me is to do that. Um, and I will close with this song and have a lovely day. Uh, tweet me, say hi, download us, tell your friends, download us, me, myself, and I, because it's autonomy. Get it? Anyway, here's the song I'll leave you with. And, um, and talk to you next time. I want you to uh, follow me, we'll go past the Pacific Ocean. And on our bicycles, we'll have the world, it's in motion. I looked into your eyes twice in this two months that I've liked you. I keep on looking for you, but I just cannot find you. Side of me.